We have become part of other folks' lives to the point where we really think and believe we know who the fuck they are. We believe what they let us see. We'll argue with another human being in person about their life. We follow on social media. This shit has gotten too subliminal. And that's on life. Be about life. Be unapologetic. Unapologetic. Welcome to Unapologetic. Season 3, Episode 1. Roommates, Gloommates. Now I know, I've been gone far too long. Motherfuckers been going through it, you hear me? And those of you that know and have shown concern and love and let me bread when I was broke and let me cry on your shoulders, I want to express a great amount of thanks and love to each and every one of y'all. To all those who spoke ill on my you know what? Actually, you bitches and bitch-ass niggas don't deserve no more free promo. Because watching this glow up is going to be revenge enough. So, now that we got all the housekeeping issues out of the way, let's dive right into our topic. As you probably guessed, this episode is all about living arrangements. The good, the bad, the indifferent. We all know how fucked up the economy is. And it damn near seems like it ain't no hope to truly be out here living your best life unless you fucking an old nigga got an OnlyFans page, cracking cards, or got some other scheme up your sleeve in order to function the way you want to. But what about us regular folks? No sugar daddy? No followers on the ground? We just out here trying to maintain. And sometimes with maintenance comes unstable living situations that need to be worked on immediately. I ain't knocking nobody. Because I definitely feel like I moved out too fast and didn't really have a concrete plan on how I was going to maintain my living situation besides going to work every day. But the first most unstable living situation you can partake in is living with your parents. Yep, I said it. I'm not saying this on some bitter shit. I really and truly believe that had I not moved out when I did, My relationship with my mama would not be as great as it is now. She was sick of me. I was sick of her. And it was time for me to act like the adult I thought I was. See, there comes a time in every parent's life where they are absolutely, positively sick of seeing their child every day. Fucked up, I know. But it's the truth. They ready to walk around the house butt naked if they want to. And not cook for weeks if they want to. And we be in the way like a motherfucker. The appropriate age to move out, I would say, is whatever fucking age you ain't getting beside yourself and still can contribute to the household as your parents sees fit. Eventually, the goal is to transition into your own spot, not just for bragging rights, but also for experiencing lessons that no book can teach you. You'll never learn how far you can stretch $20 till it's all you got. And you'll never learn how to unclog a toilet till you're the only maintenance person on site. I ain't take it like that back then. But best believe, I learned every lesson the hard way, but right way. 
And honestly, I wouldn't have done it no other way. So thank you, mommy, for putting my grown dumb ass out. Because I wouldn't be half the woman I am today without that kicking ass. And I also wouldn't have been able to learn what it's like to live with someone else without it either. My very first living arrangement was lit at first. We used to have ladies nights, used to have big ass sessions on weekend mornings, pop up in each other's room just to see what the other one was doing. And all around we were like sisters. But it came a time where our individuality started to get the best of our friendship and living situation. We weren't talking anymore, we weren't hanging out anymore, and it almost felt like we weren't friends anymore. I ain't gonna lie, I'm a hard motherfucker to live with. I throw solo parties in my room at three o'clock in the morning, I'm loud as hell, and I can also be mad antisocial when I wanna be. In the end, it made both of us feel like we couldn't trust one another and had to go above and beyond to defend ourselves and our personal space. Shout out to my girl T though, because I always felt like had I been living with anybody else, shit would have went left quick and it never got super disrespectful or out of pocket with us, even when we decided we was bailing on the crib. Because of that, I allowed a boy to influence how I felt about my homegirl and how we were living and moved him in once I moved out. That in itself led to an abundance of toxic energy, unnecessary arguments, and an unlawful eviction. If you know, you know, and if you don't, shit, listen up, cause I be giving out a whole lot of free game on this motherfucker, and I don't think y'all be hearing me. I was searching for somebody to trust again. I was searching for someone to be my friend again. And since I trusted him with my body and my heart, I figured there was no harm in trusting him to be the man of my house or something close to it. Naive, I know, but you live and you learn. I allowed myself to be vulnerable when I had already learned how to put my big girl panties on. And all in all, I let myself down. I let myself believe everything would work itself out. I turned a blind eye to obvious red flags and I turned my back on the one friend I had that would help me through any and every situation. I'm better now though. Out of that place mentally, physically, and emotionally. And slowly but surely climbing out of all the shit I put myself through financially. To be honest though, I wouldn't change a fucking thing about me, my journey, the people I've traveled with, and the way in which I embarked on this journey. Because it has all led me to a place of consciousness, self-love, and peace. Which has always been the goal in the first place. So the next time you think you got a grip on some shit, and you know better than your mama, and you can do better than your roommate, and your man gonna take care of everything, always remember that if you wanna make God laugh, tell him your plan. Because I guarantee he's going to have the last laugh in the end. Life ain't got no rule book. What we see on TV and the internet is so far from reality that we can never, ever use that shit as a reference point. Live in your truth. Sit in your shit. And I promise you'll find out it smells worse than you could have ever imagined. Episode 2 is on the way. It's cooking, it's stirring, it's whipping. 
But before then, make sure you tune into my brand new segment, Juicy J and Friends, following each episode that will be airing on Instagram TV and YouTube. They'll feature a special guest and allow us to do an even deeper dive on all the topics covered right here on the podcast. So keep your eyes peeled, keep rocking with me, and keep your pimp hands strong than a motherfucker. I am your host, Juicy J, and you already know what the fuck going on.